Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Betting, a Sports Garden Network production. We are your source for sports entertainment, incredible sports intelligence. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in Betting. I am Tom Barton, Sports Garden Network. Come and check us out, Facebook and Twitter at Sports Garden, G-A-R-T-E-N, hashtag S-G-N, sportsgarden.com as well. And guys, I have to tell you, it's week one of college football, so we're going to go over some of these games. What I see a lot of early on in the year, we're going to tell you how to avoid the mistakes that so many people make early on. And what I see a lot of early on in the year is just get enamored with the big games. Just get enamored with the TV games. We don't want that. We don't want just the TV games and just those games. We're going to break down all the games of week one. I'll give you a kind of a, a couple of feels of what I'm looking at. My best bet of the week. I'll give you that at the end of the show as well. So lots to talk about. It's all college football all day. Let me tell you something. Look, we have a lot of games on Thursday, good slate of games on Friday, a ton of games on Saturday, games on Sunday. We got a game on Sunday and we got a game on Monday. So this is a time to be real careful with your money. You don't want to be jumping out on the Thursday night games and all of a sudden Saturday night, you're going, wow, man. I didn't even really like those Thursday games. I just kind of bet them. I just kind of bet them because they were there. You don't want to do that at all. So this is a time to, for me to sit back and to you guys to preach a little bit of patience, right? A little bit of self-control here. And we'll start it off Thursday. Akron takes on St. Francis at 6 o'clock, but we're going to get into the games that people will actually go out there and try to find some angles for. Oklahoma State, Central Michigan, it's 21, 21 and a half. The total sitting at about 60 Look, I, I look at this Oklahoma State team, and I know that they're ranked 12th. I don't think that they should be ranked that high. Central Michigan is a dangerous, dangerous underdog. It's a dangerous underdog because of what they can do. Now, I do think that this is going to be kind of a ball control kind of game. I lean the under in a spot like this because I think that Central Michigan can kind of keep it you know, closer than we think. I don't love laying the 21 and a half. To me, this is like a 17-point spread. It's gotten bet up because of Oklahoma and because of their preseason ranking. So be careful with this one. A lot of people jumping all over Okie State, and the line is rising. Central Michigan is absolutely no pushover in this game. The backyard brawl, Pittsburgh, West Virginia, in pit. Uh, well, the, the obvious is they're still seven-and-a-half-point favorites, but they are missing Kenny Pickett. Now, I think that this Pittsburgh offense is fantastic. I think that they can be very, very good this year. But I do think it takes time. I'm among the belief, and you'll hear me say this a couple of times during this segment here, this, this show today. As you've heard me say in the past, I'm under the belief that we can't prop somebody up so, so, so high, whether it be a coach, a coordinator, or a player. You can't prop somebody so high up, and then they leave and you go, oh, it's going to be okay. No, no, you have to feel some kind of loss here with, uh, again, Kenny Pickett. Now, it's only seven and a half. This should be maybe a 10 line in most people's minds, I think that this is just one of those slugfests, one of those games where I don't want to be a part of it because of just the nature of the backyard brawl. Tennessee takes on Ball State. I think Tennessee, oh, Hernan, okay, the, the quarterback for Tennessee is going to be fantastic this year. He just is. I think he's going to be in the Heisman running. I was pumped up for him 
to just absolutely explode. And I think he explodes on day one against Ball State, a Ball State team that really can't get it out of their own way. Ball State was really terrible last year. Uh, they should be absolutely rung up here by Tennessee. But this line opened at 33, 33 and a half. It's up to 36 in some spots. People are coming all over Tennessee. I get the infatuation in Tennessee. I get they have an explosive quarterback, and it's fun to bet on that. This is one of those, be careful. UCF, South Carolina State. Here's another one. South Carolina State, nobody gives them a second look. UCF against South Carolina State. This should not be on most people's boards, but I wanted to make a mention of it because I don't think South Carolina State is as bad as people are making them out to be in this spot. There's a reason why the line isn't astronomical. There's a reason why, you know, this line is sitting in the low 30s. Now, I do think it will get eventually closer to 40. Um, but you look at the South Carolina State, they have a really good front seven. They have a good front seven that they can absolutely get after it here. UCF is going to try to run the ball. UCF is going to try to kind of just make sure that they control the clock. I don't like games like that if I'm laying a big number. the big Look, the number may not be 40, but it's still 30. Again, kind of leaning towards most of these underdogs here. How about Toledo against LIU? Well, here's a game. I like the over, and I absolutely like Toledo. Uh, Toledo's 43, 44, depending on when you're looking. This could get up to 45 or 46, but the total is kind of sitting around, standing at 51. Over the last six seasons, Toledo against FCS opponents, which is exactly what this is going to be, have averaged 51 points. I think Toledo scores 50. I mean, you look at what this offense can do, what they have done last year. LIU is not going to be able to stop them. LIU is not getting in their way. Right, LIU is a team that you look and you go, okay, how can how can upsets be caused or how can covers be caused? Well, Toledo had the least turnovers, only seven turnovers all year last year. Toledo put up 49 against Norfolk State, 45 against UMass. They put up 49 against Bowling Green, 49 against Akron, 49 against Eastern Michigan at the end of the year. They put up 49 or more points in three of the last four games of the regular season. This team is going to put up about 50. And that's why, look, you may not like laying 45, and I don't blame you, but can LIU get you anything? Can they get you anything? Because if they can get you anything, the over is the look here. Hey, Toledo might be able to get the over by themselves. Wake Forest VMI, I won't touch this game because Wake Forest is missing their starting quarterback. I think he is a star starting quarterback as well. I want to see how Wake Forest responds. Penn State, Purdue. I think Purdue is the home team not getting money Scratching your head kind of factor. And people expect Purdue to be pretty good this year. And Purdue could be better than Penn State. Is this a line that Penn State's three and a half point favorites strictly because their name is Penn State and they're expecting to get that kind of money? I do think so. Uh, you go down the list, Northern Illinois, Eastern Illinois. I actually think Eastern keeps that one a little bit close. UAB, Alabama, A&M, Missouri, Louisiana Tech. Again, Louisiana Tech getting almost three touchdowns. They're a team. They have a lot of pride down there and they are a good program. Something to keep in mind. Minnesota, New Mexico State. New Mexico State looked like pure garbage. And I think Minnesota's defense is really going to come to play this year. I think this is a surprising year for Minnesota. They're laying 36 and a half, though. Too rich for my blood. Northern Arizona, Arizona State. I'm seeing scores where Arizona State should absolutely humiliate this Northern Arizona team. I don't know. I, I need to see it first. That's a stay away from me. Fresno State, Cal Poly. I do like Fresno State. Uh, they're not a team that really runs up and down and destroys teams. But I do kind of lean them. And Portland State, San Jose State. Oh, Portland State can keep this one close. San Jose State, another kind of team. They're just the style that they play. They don't blow teams out. That's your Thursday night slate of games. We move on to Friday. Michigan State, Western Michigan. Michigan State's now up to 23-point 
favorites. It was 20, 20 and a half, 21. It's at 21 for a while. Now it's jumped over. Here's another one. Western Michigan is not going to be a pushover. I know the Michigan State backers are going to be there. I know everybody's going to love Michigan State. Western Michigan's not going to be a pushover in this game. I don't love them, but if it gets up to 24, I think I'm going to have to take them. Eastern Michigan, Eastern Kentucky, uh, the underdog makes a little sense here. Old Dominion, Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is only eight-point favorites over Old Dominion in Virginia, in Ballard Stadium, which is Old Dominion's home. Why is it eight points, right? I mean, isn't the world going to jump on Virginia Tech here? Yeah, they probably are. I kind of like Old Dominion. I think Virginia Tech is one of the weaker teams. They are not returning a lot of stars. Old Dominion is a team that is that underground. Now, if you're going to take this, if you're going to take the eight, might as well sprinkle a little bit on the money line. I don't know if I'm going that hard into it, but if you are, look, if this one starts getting away from Virginia Tech, you could really get away from them. Charlotte, William & Mary. Charlotte looked terrible last week. They'll correct a lot of things here. Duke Temple. Duke's a seven-point favorite. He's another live dog in Temple. Uh, Temple had a down year last year, but there's nothing that says Duke should be a, a touchdown favorite against anyone. Kansas against Tennessee Tech. Kansas is always on watch. Always got to watch out for. Yeah, they're a good team this year. They're like four touchdown favorites, and I understand why. I think Kansas is going to be a better team than people anticipate, but I can't lay four touchdowns. Not with Kansas. No way. I got to see it first. Indiana, Illinois. IU minus three here, and that's uh, Indiana at home minus three. It's a proverbial throw them up their line. I like the fact that Illinois already has a game under their belt. I like what I saw in Illinois with that game under their belt. They are 1-0, so this could be a fun game. And then TCU-Colorado on Friday night. I've said it all along, and I told you guys all along. I think Colorado's going to be awful. Now, when TCU opened up and they were 10-10 and a half, I was on TCU. It's up to 14 in some spots, and just the steam money coming in, I've got to stay away. TCU has a lot of new parts. I think Colorado's going to be terrible. Okay, don't get me wrong. But TCU has a lot of new moving parts. They have a lot of new systems there. They have a lot of new culture there. I just don't like to bet on that kind of thing when I'm laying now two touchdowns. Let's go to Saturday. Texas A&M all over Sam Houston State. Sure, Sam Houston State, uh, they're actually a pretty decent team if you're looking at this. But, but I mean, come on, Texas A&M. They're the number six-ranked team in the country. It's hard to bet against them. If you're giving me 40-plus points, though, uh, maybe Michigan, Colorado State, Michigan's 30 point favorite there. A lot of new, new, new moving things in Michigan. We know that Harbaugh named a quarterback, or did he? We're not really sure. I, I, again, I don't feel comfortable laying 30, but it's in Michigan. It's in Ann Arbor. It's in the big house. You, you almost have to do it. NC State, East Carolina. Here's an interesting line because North Carolina State's ranked 13th in the country. There are only 11 and a half point favorites over East Carolina in East Carolina. We know East Carolina's going to be partied. They're going to be drunk by like, uh, you know, I don't know, 8 a.m. That's that day. It's going to be a crazy atmosphere. North Carolina State coming in, they're on upset alert. They're on upset alert. And the line makers are telling you that by only giving them an 11, 11 and a half point spread. UConn, Central Connecticut. UConn running back last week ran for 190 yards on 20 carries. 190 yards on 20 carries. They're going to blow out Central Connecticut, start that new thing in East Hartford. Okay, let's get excited for this UConn team. Iowa, South Dakota State. South Dakota State's always tough. Iowa, they just don't blow people out. I don't care where it is. If it's in Iowa City, it's, it's Kirk Ferentz. They don't blow people out. They don't have the offense to do it. That could be a live dog there. Maryland, Buffalo, 24-point spread for Maryland against Buffalo. Rutgers, Boston College, pretty good ACC against the Big Ten matchup here. ACC team at home, Boston College, their seven-point favorite. I need to see these two teams. I'm hearing a lot of good things, a lot of good stuff coming out of the program, but I need to see them. Hey, how about a fun line here? North Carolina at Appalachian State. UNC's only a one-and-a-half-point favorite. 
Boone, North Carolina, I'm going to be hosting the UNC, the mighty UNC Tar Heels, who didn't look so mighty last week. Yeah, sure, they put up 56. They led up into the 20s against a team that they should have absolutely squashed. Appalachian State's going to run the ball. They're going to run it down their throat. They're going to be able to control the clock here. I think this is a really smart spread. Everyone's going to be jumping on North Carolina. Navy, Delaware, so still a rebuild in Navy. Uh, people calling this maybe Ken Neil Montemonto's worst team that he's got, but it's Delaware. Virginia against Richmond, Air Force, Northern Iowa. I think Air Force is going to be a lot better than people think. I, I think Air Force is going to be one of those teams that, that sneaks up on people, and they could be a problem. Iowa State, Southern Missouri, Missouri State, UCLA against Bowling Green. Bowling Green is absolutely atrocious, yet they're only a 23-point underdog in UCLA, UCLA at the Rose Bowl. Um, I, I think if you like UCLA to compete this year in the back 12, they've got to blow out Bowling Green. They're, they're a terrible team. Here you go. Highlight game, ABC TV, Georgia against Oregon, number three against number 11, and the money is pouring in. On Georgia. Georgia lost 15 players to the NFL draft. That's an all-time record. And their number opened up at minus 17. It's minus 18 and a half in some spots. I don't think that this gets much higher, but you're giving a lot of points to an Oregon team. Georgia, look, they should win the game. And everybody loves Georgia. Everybody loves the SEC. I get it. This is a lot of points. I know Oregon's going through a little transition as well, but you lost 15 players and top players at Georgia. I don't feel comfortable with that. UTEP last week, I gave you guys one play. I gave you UTEP under with North Texas. UTEP's offense looked absolutely pathetic. Now they got to go up against Oklahoma, 31 and a half point spread. Miami, Bethune, Cookman, we know how that's going to turn out. Arkansas, Cincinnati, here's another good highlight game of the day. Arkansas, 19th ranked, six point favorite at home against number 23 ranked Cincinnati. Here we go. I told you guys you would hear me say this. We can't sit back and talk about how great Desmond Ritter was in college and how amazing he was last year and how great he was for Cincinnati, and then he goes away and you go, no, it's going to be fine. Arkansas is a real good team. They're going to run the ball all day. Their offensive line can absolutely abuse Cincinnati. Watch them on the ground. This could be a blowout win by Arkansas if they get that ground game working, which I think that they probably will. Houston UTSA, Houston's only a four-point favorite there. That's an interesting spread as well. Houston, number 24-ranked team in the country. Nobody knows anything about Texas San Antonio. Interesting underdog. San Diego State, Arizona. San Diego State, six-point favorite against Arizona. New things are supposed to be happening there. How about Nebraska, North Dakota? I I mean, Nebraska's got to fire their coach. We know that, but are they going to come back? They got no time. They were in Ireland, like, like, just a couple of days ago. They were in Ireland, had to fly back home, fly all the way to Nebraska, off of a loss. They got to be down. Now they're laying a huge number to North Dakota. This is going to be a telltale sign of this coach and this coaching staff, Scott Frost. How does he come out? How does this team come out? It's very easy for them to come out flat. In Ireland, long trip, didn't get a, a really good sleep for a couple of days, didn't get into normal practice. Now you got to lay big number of money against North Dakota after losing a game over there in the fashion that you lost. This is a telltale sign. Marshall, Norfolk State, Wyoming, Tulsa, Tulsa, six-point favorite on the road. Ole Miss, Troy, Ole Miss, 22-point favorite. BYU, South Florida. BYU, 12-point favorite on the road to South Florida. South Florida's supposed to have a bad year this year. And BYU, ranked 25. BYU, I think it can very well be a lot better than people anticipate. And they're already at 25. That, that can, it, it's one of those interesting lines. Cal, UC Davis, South Alabama, Nichols, Nevada, Texas State. And this is a pick em. Nevada looked terrible last week. They looked absolutely terrible last week. How could anybody go out there and throw money on them? USC against Rice. People love in USC. 33 and a half against Rice at home. It's the debut. Brand new coach. Brand new culture. They have got to put the spanking down on Rice. 33 and a half is a lot of money, though. Georgia, Southern, Morgan State, Ohio, Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic giving four on the road there. Middle Tennessee, James Madison, 
JMU minus five and a half. That should be a pretty good battle. Utah, Florida. I like this game. It's in Florida. Utah's minus two and a half. The number 17, uh, number seven team in the country is only giving two and a half against Florida. Why? Well, it's in Gainesville. They're the SEC. They're going to be in primetime. I think people are forgetting how good Utah is. Utah's ranked seven for a reason. I'm not just going on their rankings. I like Utah to win the Pac-12 this year. They are effectively a really good coach team. They don't make mistakes. They have good line play on both sides of the line. Florida, they can be something this year, but people aren't expecting that much because there's a lot of turnover. Now, they do have an exciting couple of pieces. I kind of like Utah on the road here. Baylor, Albany, Wisconsin, Illinois State, Kentucky, Miami. Kentucky is a 17-point favorite at home there. Auburn, Mercer, Elon, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt with a huge win. They're back in Nashville. That could be interesting against Elon. Kansas State, South Dakota, Army, Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina, who has made money for us for years here. They're only minus two against a good Army team, and Army's made a lot of money too. You know what? This is where game's going to be. Run, 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 run. And you go, okay, everyone's going to run. Everyone usually plays pretty good defense. Coastal Carolina plays pretty good defense. Now, they can open up on offense, but Army's going to drain the clock. It's 53 and a half. That's something to pay attention to. Liberty Southern Miss. Liberty's minus three. UMass Tulane. Tulane's minus 28 and a half against UMass, who just can't seem to get out of their own way. Louisiana, Southern Louisiana, Arkansas State, Grambling, Alabama. Yeah, you knew that this line was just going to keep going up and up and up in the 39s, up to 42. 42 point favorites against Utah State at home. Utah State, hey, they got a win under their belt, but they got to go to Alabama. That's a near impossible task. Mississippi State, Memphis, Mississippi State, 16. South Carolina, Georgia State, South Carolina State. Uh, South Carolina minus 12 and a half. North Texas, I just talked about it against SMU. SMU's 11-point road favorite there. Uh, North Texas with a real convincing win. They could be a good team this year. Talked about this with UNLV uh, in game three. I think a lot of people are going to be betting on UNLV. I think North Texas is better than people think. How about Ohio State, Notre Dame? The game of the week here. Number two against number five. Ohio State is now 18-point favorites against the Golden Domers. Look, here's what we know about Ohio State. They're going to throw, 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 score, score, score. Their offense might set every single record this year because their offense set all the records last year and it was full of a bunch of freshmen and sophomores. Now they're a year older, and I think that this offense just cannot be stopped. With that being said, I do have some defensive questions. 18 points is a lot to lay against Notre Dame. Now it's a new coach. It's a new energy. It's a new feel. It doesn't mean that it's going to equate to success on the field. I can't touch this game one way or the other. If there's anything, I'll look at that over 59. Stanford, Colgate, Texas Tech, Murray State, Texas, UL Monroe, Texas with their new head coach, 30, uh, new quarterback, I'm sorry, that the coach named 38-point favorites, yet the over-under is only 64. Oh, they're expecting the Texas defense to step up. Syracuse, Louisville, Louisville, four-point road favorites, Maine, New Mexico, Idaho, Washington State, Oregon State, Boise State. Oregon State's only a three-point favorite there. Boise State, maybe they were not what they once were. Going to Corvallis is always tough. That's a, a good late-night game to keep an eye on. And then Hawaii, Western Kentucky. I thought Hawaii was going to be able to figure some things out and have some kind of offense with Chang, the new head coach there. Uh, I did think it would take some time, but not, not the beatdown that they took against Vanderbilt. Western Kentucky looked bad in a win. Western Kentucky is a 17-point favorite on the island. Oh, call me somebody that thinks that Hawaii is probably going to correct a few things there on Saturday night. Well, how about Sunday LSU against Florida State. This is one of those lines that I just don't get. Look, I live with a Florida State alumni. I have been told I'm a big Florida State fan a lot. But this is one of those spots where if LSU is minus six, I might have jumped on LSU. It's it's Kelly. He's new. Again, the new enthusiasm. It's at the Caesar Superdome in New Orleans. It's basically a home game for LSU. Everything is pointing to LSU. And they're only a three-point favorite. 
Three-point favorite against a Florida State team that, yeah, sure, they got the win. They look great running the ball, and they look really good in the defensive backfield, but they didn't get a pass rush, and I still don't believe in Travis. I don't know why this line is three. Now that the line is three, I'm scratching my head, and I'm going, hmm, is there some value there with Florida State? Interesting. And then finally on Monday, Clemson against Georgia Tech. If you guys have been listening, one of my biggest bets of the season is the Georgia Tech win under. I just don't think they can produce anything. They It's only a 21-point spread. I love Clemson here. Clemson has to come in. DJ had a bad year. Dabo had a bad year, quote-unquote. I'm saying quote-unquote because for other programs, it's a great year. DJ had a bad year. They have a lot to prove here. And who else better than to go to the Mercedes-Benz Stadium and make a mockery of Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech has the least returning starters in the entire ACC, the least amount of players coming back from a bad team anyway. They run a gimmicky offense that does take a little time to kind of get adjusted to. Clemson should annihilate them. I don't know if Georgia Tech scores here. I don't know if Georgia Tech scores a point in this game. All right, guys, that is week one. And my best bet is probably Clemson. But I told you, I like quite a few games here. Throughout the schedule. It's going to be a fun week. I know we had already a week. They call that week zero. I already made some money. I don't care. Call it whatever you want. If I'm making money, that's good. Hope I can make some money for you guys this week as well. Next time I talk to you, we're going to be talking NFL week one. I'll be in Vegas. I'll be doing it live from there. Have a very good sports week, everybody. Go check out sportsgarden.com. Go check out sportsgarden, G-A-R-T-E-N on Facebook and Twitter. Hashtag S-G-E-N. We'll be back. And you can bet on that. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.